official podcast of Church at the Well in Burlington, Vermont. For more information about Church at the Well, including gathering time and location, events, and how you can financially support the podcast, please visit us online at wellchurchvt.com. Hey, good morning, church. I am really excited to preach this morning this message that I have for us today. Last Sunday, we started a new sermon series on listening to God's voice. And that can be an uncomfortable topic for many people because it feels so subjective. Have you ever heard someone say, God told me such and such? Or God told me this. God told me that. And you thought to yourself secretly, did he really, though? Did God really tell you that? And, And it's not that we don't believe that God speaks. We know he does. We know God speaks. It's the very basis of our relationship with him. And, and most of us are comfortable with God speaking through scripture. We, we call scripture God's word, right? It's his way of speaking. It's the, all the other ways in which God speaks that we're unsure about. And even though the scriptures tell us that God speaks in many ways, that the Bible tells us that God speaks through nature. He speaks to us through other people. He speaks to us through our circumstances. He speaks through prayer and through dreams and through visions and miracles. God speaks to people through gentle whispers and impressions, even sudden nudges. And yet it still feels tricky sometimes. We, we still wonder when we hear God's voice, was that really God speaking to me? Now, if you've ever felt that way before, let me know in the comments box with a yes. I've asked myself that question. Was that really God speaking to me? And so the, the real question I want to address today is how do we distinguish between God's voice and other voices? Let me ask you a question. Have you ever had an impression, an idea, or a thought, and you wondered where it came from? Was that my own thought, or was it from God? Was it the spicy food that I ate? Was it someone else's idea that was planted into my head? Or was it from the evil one? Where did this idea, thought, or impression come from? What am I supposed to do with it? It's easy to get confused, isn't it? See, I'm convinced that there are times when you and I hear God's voice and we don't recognize it as such. And then there are other times when we think we've heard God's voice when in fact it came from another source. One great example of this is found in the Gospel of Matthew, which is the first gospel in the New Testament, the book of Matthew, chapter 16. And Jesus asks his disciples, who do you say I am? And Peter tells Jesus, you are the Messiah. You're the son of the living God. And then Jesus says something interesting to Peter. He he says, flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you, Peter, but my father in heaven did. Jesus is essentially telling Peter, that was God who showed you that. That was his voice in your mind, Peter. Then just a few verses later, Jesus tells Peter and the rest of the disciples that he's going to be killed. And Peter is upset and he pulls Jesus aside and he reprimands Jesus. Peter tells Jesus, I won't let that happen. That's not going to happen to you. 
And Jesus says these words to Peter, get behind me, Satan. Wow. Jesus is essentially telling Peter, that thought you had, Peter, didn't come from God. It came from the evil one. And so Jesus was teaching Peter how to distinguish between God's voice and other voices. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 1 says this, Dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. See, if we're going to learn how to listen to God's voice, we need to test what we hear. So how do we do that? How do we test these voices that we all hear, our own voices, others' voices, God's voice, the enemy's voice? How do we test our thoughts, our ideas, our impressions to see if they're from God or not? Well, I want to provide you with six questions to help you distinguish between God's voice and other voices. Six questions that'll help you distinguish between God's voice and other voices. Here's the first question to ask yourself to help you with that. Does the voice I'm hearing agree with scripture? Does the voice I'm hearing agree with scripture? See, God's will will never contradict his word. Which means this, if you're hearing something that goes against scripture, it's not from God. Let me, let me give you an example. Suppose today you are sheltering in place and you hear in your mind a thought, an idea, an impression that says, you know, this, this stay-at-home order is stupid. I'm doing this anymore. I have freedom in Christ and God will protect me. I'm not afraid of getting sick or spreading the virus. I'm done with this. Well, the question that we have to ask to filter distinguishes that God's voice or another voice is first, does that voice agree with scripture? Well, we read in Matthew's gospel how Satan wanted Jesus to prove he was the son of God. And so he takes him up on top of the temple, the highest part of the temple, and he tells Jesus, jump off of here, Jesus. God will protect you. And Jesus says this to Satan, don't test God like that. You see how scripture can be a filter for us? See, that thought that you had about risking your life and furthering virus spread wasn't from God because it doesn't agree with scripture. And, and that's why listening to God's voice can be very confusing without the scriptures. Because the scriptures help us to grow in our knowledge of God, to discover his character, his attributes, his nature, who he is. So the first question to distinguish between God's voice and other voices is, is, does the voice I'm hearing agree with Scripture? The second question that'll help you distinguish between God's voice and other voices is, do I have a peace about the voice I'm hearing? Yeah, most of us, I think, have a snow globe at home. We take it out at Christmas time and put it on our mantle or put it on our windowsill. And if, if you've ever played with a snow globe, the minute you shake it up, it's swirling and it's cloudy and it's unsettled. But when the snow settles at the bottom of the globe, you can see what's inside of it clearly. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 in verse 33 tells us that God isn't a God of confusion, but a God of peace. 
And so a question that we can ask ourselves to decipher whether we're hearing God's voice or listening to other voices is, does the voice we're hearing bring peace? Or does it feel like a shook up snow globe? Now, by peace, I don't mean certainty. By peace, I I mean a sense that God is with you and he sees things more clearly than you do. In other words, do you have a general sense of peace that he's seeing everything clearly? When you hear his voice, do you have a sense of peace? A third question to help us distinguish between God's voice and other voices is the voice I'm hearing convicting or condemning? Now, let me explain the difference between conviction and condemnation. Conviction is simply recognizing that something needs to change in my life. Condemnation, on the other hand, attacks your self-worth. Condemnation tells you you're stupid, you're useless, you're a loser, you're pathetic. See, God will point out our sin and convict us, but he'll never attack our value. Which is why Jesus said, I didn't come to condemn the world, but to save it. See, Satan is the one who condemns and accuses us. Have you ever noticed how the evil one will minimize your sin before you do it? He'll tell you like, oh, it's no big deal. Everyone does this. What's the point? You're making a big deal out of this. But as soon as you get sin, he magnifies it. And he tells you, you're such a terrible person. What a loser you are. You, you think you're trying to follow Jesus? You think, you think you're, you're doing good? You're pathetic. You're terrible. See, God's voice will never condemn you like that. In fact, Romans chapter 2, verse 4 tells us that God's loving kindness is what leads us to repentance, not condemnation. And so a good question to decipher between are you hearing God's voice or other voices is, uh, is the voice you're hearing convicting or condemning? If it's condemning, it's not from God. Here's a fourth question to ask to help you determine whether you're hearing God's voice or other voices. Have other people confirmed the voice you're hearing? You know, one of the best things we can do when listening to God is to invite others into the process. When I say others, of course, I mean people you respect, people you trust, people you relate to and know. You know, um, I remember when I had a sense that God was talking to me about moving to Burlington to plant a church many years ago. And I just had all these thoughts and ideas that God was uh, wanting me to come here. And so I pulled in some family members, some respected friends, some coworkers at a church that I worked at, in, in New York, and, and people I trusted, people I admired, people I looked up to, and, and, and asked them to pray with me because I had this sense that God is speaking to me about moving to Burlington to plant a church. And, and they did that with me. And I was so thankful for that. I also saw input from people in, in Burlington who were already doing ministry here. I looked up pastors and campus ministers and reached out to them and said, hey, I'm thinking of, of coming here. I feel like God wants me to, to move here to, to start a church, and I would love your input and to ask you questions. See, Proverbs 15, verse 22 says this, plans fail 
for a lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. So scripture tells us that God uses our relationships to bring us clarity. He can actually use other people to help us discern if we're hearing God's voice or if we're hearing another voice, if it's just our own voice or other people's voice or the enemy's voice. So here's another question that can help us decipher between God's voice and other voices. Does the voice I'm hearing concern my responsibility? Does the voice I'm hearing concern my responsibility? Now, let me clarify what I mean by that question because it's a bit confusing. Here's what I mean. When we're listening for God's voice, we need to be listening for ourselves, not for someone we want to change. Let me say that one more time. When we're listening for God's voice, we need to be listening for ourselves, not for someone we want to change. You know, one of my roommates at Bible college, um, he, he had told me that he was interested in this girl and he had started to pray to God to ask if, if he should ask her out. And, and he was taking it very seriously and he prayed. And one day uh, he came to me and a couple other friends and he said, God told me I'm going to marry her. In the moment he told me that I just, I, my eyes got big and I looked at him and I said, don't you dare tell her that. And he said, no, he said, I'm going to take her out on a date tonight. We're going to this nice place for dinner. And I'm going to tell her that God told me that we're going to get married. And I said, please, please don't do that. Well, um, he did. <laughs> and I, I remember when he came home that night, he was pretty dejected. And I asked him, hey, what, how'd the date go? And he said, it started out great. We were laughing, talking, getting to know one another, had this great dinner. And um, as soon as I told her that God told me that I was supposed to marry her, she put her fork down and said, I think our date is over. <laughs> and that was that. You see, even if God did tell him that, he messed it up by telling her. Because that wasn't God's voice to her. It was control and manipulation. See, James chapter 3, verse 17 says this. But the wisdom that comes from heaven, God's wisdom, God, what God's voice, the, the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, and look at this next word, submissive. Keep reading, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. The two words I want to highlight from that, of course, are the words submissive and sincere. Which means this, that, that we're never to use the God card to control or manipulate another person's actions or emotions. See, when we're listening for God's voice, we need to be listening for ourselves, not for someone we want to change, manipulate, or control. Now, does God speak to us through other people? Sure he does. Scriptures tell us that. But only, according to James 3.17, the wisdom that comes from heaven, but only when it's pure, peace-loving, considerate, submissive, right? Full of mercy, impartial, and sincere. And, and usually it's a confirmation of what we already know. So when we're listening for God's voice, we need to be listening for ourselves, not for someone we want to change. Does the voice I'm hearing concern my responsibility?
Okay, one more question. We've, I've given you five questions to help you decipher between uh, God's voice and other voices. Let me give you one last question to ask. Does the voice I'm hearing make me more like Jesus? Does it encourage me and help me to practice the way of Jesus? Or does it hinder my ability to practice the way of Jesus? 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, the message translation says it this way. We use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies, tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God, fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of life shaped by Christ. Other translations say it this way, taking every thought captive under the obedience of Christ. See, God's voice will always lead you toward transformation. Whatever God says to you is going to make you more like Jesus. And so does the voice you're hearing help with or distract you from it? Okay. I've, I've, I've talked enough. Let me just quickly list these six questions again for you. And I believe Ian is going to put them on the screen for us to all see at one time together. Maybe you can share in the comments box which question or questions are the most helpful for you when you're trying to distinguish God's voice from other voices. Maybe there's one particular question that's been very helpful for you in the past, or maybe there's a number of these questions that have been helpful for you in trying to distinguish between God's voice and other voices. Go ahead and write those in the comment box so we can share with one another. Um, But here are the six questions, again, to help you distinguish between God's voice and voices. Number one, does the voice I'm hearing agree with Scripture? Two, do I have a peace about the voice I'm hearing? Sense that God sees clearly. And even though I'm, there's a level of uncertainty of what he's saying to me, I have a peace that he sees clearly. Third question, is the voice I'm hearing convicting or condemning? God never condemns. Romans tells us there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. The fourth question, have others confirmed the voice I'm hearing? It's about seeking counsel, right? Wise counsel, people you trust, admire, uh, look up to. Fifth question, does the voice I'm hearing concern my responsibility? Does it concern my responsibility? When I'm listening for God's voice, am I listening for me or for someone who I really want to change? And lastly, does the voice I'm hearing make me more like Jesus? Does it make me more like Jesus? Friends, I'll end with this. I'm convinced that God speaks to us all the time. And I hope that these six questions serve you well and that they help you to recognize God's voice in your life. And I also hope that they help you to identify other voices that aren't helpful in your walk with God. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you and we just confess that, that sometimes this is really hard to have a relationship with, with a God who we can't see and even audibly hear. But Lord, we know you speak. 
You speak to us through your word and through many other different ways. But God, we're going to need your help to distinguish between uh, these voices, between what's your voice and all these other voices, our own voices, voices from other people, voices from the enemy that maybe they're not the most helpful in our walk with you. So God, my prayer is that these six questions would be tools that we could put in our toolbox and that when we're listening to your voice, God, we could ask these questions and and that you would give us the wisdom to discern and and to distinguish what voices are from you and what voices aren't. And Lord, we we just want to grow in our relationship with you. And we know that a relationship with you involves two-way conversation, not just us talking to you, but you speaking to us as well. And so, Lord, we know that you want to speak to us this week. God, I pray that you would give us ears to hear whatever it is you want to say to us. Lord, I pray that these six questions would help me and my friends as we discern what it is you're saying to us. And we ask all of these things in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Church at the Well is a community reintroducing Jesus in Vermont through worship, service, creativity, and community.